After two weeks, hope you enjoyed the Christmas shoes uh, interim episode. Um, I'm Sean Majors. You're Matt Hankins. Matt, I am. I am. What's shaking? Welcome back. Mm-mm, I feel like I'm being baited. I feel like I'm being baited. It's a wonderful day here in the old Hankins house. It's a wonderful and, day. And wouldn't it be the ultimate slap in the face if we didn't talk about it? Oh, so we have the God. coaching carousel. Uh, <laughs> no, go ahead. Your team won the won the World Cup. We're they, recording this uh, Sunday afternoon, very, uh, pretty much at, right after the World Cup final. Argentina wins in historic fashion. Take it away, Hanky. I have always rooted for the Argentines. They are the reason I like the game. Diego Melito has given me this greatest gift. And what we witnessed today was the single greatest final in the world's greatest tournament. And man, was it, it was just wonderful. It was just a wonderful sporting event. Now I understand nobody listening to this cares, so I'll keep it short, but I'll say this. If you watch that game today and you came away saying, this is dumb and stupid, then you're just an asshole. You don't have to like soccer, but just say that's not your cup of tea and don't try to critique it because that thing today was absolutely bonanas. Um. You know, I, I really liked that that Diego guy when he was in Andor. Huh? 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 Um, well, congratulations, Matt. I know you've you've rooted for Argentina for at least two World Cups, so props. You are not a fair weather fan. You were mm-hmm. devastated uh when when Argentina lost to Saudi Arabia. I got up, I set an alarm for 4:30 in the AM to get up and watch that match and was punched right in the face. That sounds miserable. It was miserable. Uh, <laughs> um, well, do we want to start off with a with some coaching carousel? Let's just, we can just do a rundown, right? <laughs> I was wondering how long that could really go on for. Um, the coaching carousel is basically uh, all but ground to a halt. Oh, it's coming around again. It's louder. It's the Doppler effect. There you go. Um, so pretty much all of the coaching vacancies are full except for Navy. Uh, Ken Niamatololo was uh, thanked for his services and sent back to Hawaii to coach high school football. Um, Mississippi State, of, of course, you know, we went through the the very, very, the the sad death of Mike Leach. Uh, man, people sure liked him. I so I'm going to say something about the Mike Leach thing. Um, I don't, I don't like that I let politics happen that way to me because I I've never had a problem with Mike Leach, um, and I'm not a person who's big into politics. I'm not. Um, but then I, my initial when he died and like seeing everybody come out and say how great he was and how much they loved him, I could only think of like the old curmudgeon that had some wacky takes over the last couple of years. And I was like, oh man, I let that erase like all the other stuff I knew about Mike Leach before. Um, number one being that he put Craig James's son in a shed. And I am 100% 
for putting any progeny of Craig James in the shed because you can't get to Craig James himself. Like that the ultimate would be Craig James in the shed. But like, yeah, <laughs> it, it it bothered me that personally I had let that like get in the way of all the other stuff. I said, that's wrong. And I don't want to do, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to make a conscious effort to not do that anymore. So that will be the lasting legacy of Mike Leach for me, I hope. But yeah, like everybody just seemed to love him. Like he just seemed like, yeah, he was a wackadoodle curmudgeon, but like he was their wackadoodle curmudgeon and seemed very fair. Like that, that was the thing that I took away from everyone's outpouring and especially as players, like the player thing, especially as you butt that up against transfer portal opening and everybody bailing and going everywhere. Um, those players didn't have to say any of that stuff. They could have did a cursory. Uh, so sorry, rest in power coach. That could, that's fine. That's acceptable. But a lot of those guys went over the top to uh, exalt Mike Leach. So yeah, that, that, it's a negative, obviously, but I, that's the positive I have chosen to find in the situation. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I kept trying to compare, uh, like, you know, obviously, if, if Nick Saban was the one that passed, it would be, you know, huge news. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the guy did engineer a pretty successful offense. Um, you know, he had success wherever he went. He, he had, I believe, uh, 17 out of 19 seasons he went to a bowl. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Pretty impressive. I said some pretty awful shit about him. I meant every word of it. Uh, you know, um, stand by it. We have to take consequences for the the things we say while we're here. Um, but yeah, you know, it um what he was wasn't just the the crazy press conferences. Yeah. Um, you know, the fat girlfriend uh, jokes. Um, you know, fat, man, look, I know, I know looking at that through a current lens is wrong, but goddamn, when he said fat little girlfriends the first time, it was pretty funny. funny. Yeah. It yeah. was funny, man. He's a funny like, guy. Was, he's a funny guy. Like, and he's a key wester, and a key wester can only be so bad. <laughs> um and people certainly loved him. Uh, Matthew McConaughey loved him. Donald Trump Jr. loved him. Well, um, these aren't knocks. I'm just saying those are two people from arguably the two very ends of the ends of the spectrum, spectrum that yeah. loved, loved that yeah. crazy old mania. So yeah. from throw the flag to Mike Leach's memory, rest in power. Um, unfortunately, he's getting replaced by the biggest piece of shit on the planet. You, so I don't, I'm not going to sit here and pretend. It's to, his face, it's his face. To know it's, it's much about the Mississippi State head coach, former defensive coordinator, but I'm here to tell y'all folks, my partner in crime here not has a fan. been dreading the day that this man gets this job. <laughs> Mike Leach was not even dead yet. No, no. Sean was like, Bill Snyder was telling us Mike Leach was dead. And John was <laughs> saying, hey, uh-uh, here's what I don't like. That piece of shit defensive coordinator whose name I still haven't committed to memory yet. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't know. hear for it. <laughs> Sean, he didn't like that. Um, oh, no. Zach, Zach Arnett was with San Diego State for like a decade as DC and then moved over to Mississippi State. It's really just the way he acts on the field against uh, opposing teams. Um, no matter, like, you know, his court, his, uh, his, the opposing quarterback could get shot by his, uh, his linebacker and he would still argue for a flag. Like, why is there a flag? So, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, just just that kind of coach. So buckle up. Welcome to the welcome to the West. I can't uh, imagine you're going to have to deal with that guy long. Four year contract. 
Oh, that, is what does that very mean? Very surprising. That yeah, it doesn't mean anything. I was actually shocked that it was a four-year contract. But well, um, I guess Johnny, I guess you is is that that's the minimum, right? Four years is like one year, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean? You like know. you have to say you'll be here for a whole class. Like you, as a recruiting thing, you have yeah, to say. That's a good point. That's a he's a one-term coach, is what they're yeah. saying. <laughs> um, going to Purdue. Uh, even though Jeff Brom uh, left and uh, the Illinois defensive coordinator, Ryan Walters, is is technically the head coach, uh, your favorite quarterback, my favorite quarterback, everybody's favorite quarterback, who, who's never made a mistake or looked bad, uh, Drew Brees, also known as Doobies, Doobies, received a waiver from the NCAA to be, be an interim slash quarterback head coach or a quarterback coach. What does that um, even mean? He did he not graduate? Does yeah, Drew Brees still have eligibility left? Is that what it is? Well, you can be a coach without being a college graduate, but so he got can a, you? <laughs> I don't surely you can't. I mean, if you were to tell me Zach no, it's not a college graduate. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, how many how many players have like not graduated, gone to the pros, and then become a head coach? Yeah, is D'Amico uh, Ryan's a college graduate? I, I but I, I think that it would seem that he had eligibility left or something. To be a quarterback? Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but so he's coming back and he's also going to, quote, help with recruiting, which means how long, which begs the question, how long is he going to be there? Until he's the head coach next year. <laughs> so speaking of White four-year Deion contracts, Sanders that don't mean anything. <laughs> oh, boy. Um Speaking of, can you explain him firing the entire Colorado football team? Y'all, I don't I get thought, it. I thought that the last time I talked about Deion Sanders would be the last time I talked about Deion Sanders until the beginning of the football season. But my man, Coach Prime, has come in, and I, I read a story a day, and I don't know what any of it means. I don't understand any of it. He told his Jack State players, don't get in the transfer portal. And then he told his Colorado players, some of y'all might want to get in the transfer portal. (laughs) And then I read a story every day about a new kid. And I'm not, I'm not putting a, I'm not putting a judgment on any of this because honestly, I'm being dead serious when I tell y'all, I don't know what in the shit's happening out there, but it sounds like it's either going to be a smashing success or a terrible calamity. Oh, yeah, it's one of the two. And I, th- I guess it was always going to be that way. But, like, this is almost as crazy as, I don't know, jumping into the NFT market months after it collapsed. Um, but I, I imagine being By like the a, deal. <laughs> imagine being they're sold out. I kind of wish I had one now. Um, I imagine being like a like a diehard Colorado football fan. I don't know if they're oh, that's not there. a thing. That's uh but like you breathe, live and breathe it and then just Cordell Stewart. Imagine being Cordell Stewart. You are Rashawn Salam. Salam the late which are the the late Rashawn Salam. Oh yeah I believe so. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um to the schools that our listeners actually pay uh actually uh root for um, so Auburn, of course, hired Hugh Freeze. We have uh, two coordinators, even though um, so we have two coordinators. Um, Philip Montgomery, former Tulsa coach, as the offensive coordinator. Any thoughts? Any? Did you watch a game that Tulsa played? Not a, not in years. Not in years <laughs> have I watched a game that Tulsa played. But you know, the Hugh Freeze system is. Uh, 
fairly common these days and like anything you can do to keep <laughs> to have a scapegoat in place is probably a good idea you want to pad yeah. that roster with scapegoats yeah he really came out fast saying he wasn't calling plays mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you freeze did so and that's um, like that's always like the third year auburn coach thing yeah like <laughs> all right i'm done i'm done I'm with the call play plays. call i don't like it this is not fun. <laughs> Which is exactly what Jimbo and Jimbo's been. Let's face it, Jimbo Fisher's been an Auburn coach all this time, anyway. Um, and then defensive coordinator uh over from Baylor uh for the past three years, Ron Roberts. Because if there's one thing you say about them, Baylor Bears, it's that defense, baby. <laughs> Get that dude. But I, I have to be fair here because um we're hitting a time where if you're not deep in the numbers and in the weeds on coaching, I don't know who any of these guys are. Like there's a yeah. generation of dudes that I just don't know. Like after the Brahms and the flex, like I feel like I'm yeah. out of the loop a little <laughs> bit if I'm just being honest, like, and they guys move around so much and things happen so quickly that I just don't know who these dudes are enough to be able to say, Oh, okay. That's that guy. Yeah, it is pretty um I mean there have been 24 coaching changes, believe it or not. Um and you know Herm Edwards, Brian Harson, Luke Fickle, like Willie Taggart's a name just because he's coached at six schools in the past 3 seasons. <laughs> um Mike Leach, Neil David Shaw, Shaw left. Um Trent Tilfer is the coach at UAB. <laughs> Which is fucking awesome. That is a crazy, that's a crazy statement that Trent Dilfer, Super Bowl champion Trent Dilfer. (laughs) NFL journeyman Trent Dilfer. Is the head coach of the UAB Blazers. Um, Well, we've got some, uh, we've got some sugar bowl to talk about. I mean, big news, gang. (laughs) <laughs> Will Anderson's going to show up for the first time all year. Will Anderson's going to suit up and play. I'm very excited. First and of all, quarter- we've we've got to get to the Will Anderson winning end of the year awards award. So you tell me, Sean Majors, I, and shoot it to me straight. Do I just not know anything? Am I a stupid idiot? I mean, <laughs> I just don't know, man. It's, it, it's, there, I hesitate to say that there are two schools of thought because there really aren't. But the only way that you're wrong, and I'm not saying that you're not wrong, but the only way that you are wrong is if you don't place value or you have not noticed as many plays where Will Anderson is absorbing defender. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's fair that's fair that, that is 100 fair that will anderson's present necessitates uh running back stays in the backfield and then the yeah. guard comes over to chip and the tackle takes him that's three guys accounted for theoretically someone on the interior should be able to make a play or there's one less person in the pattern and there's a safety free or a linebacker free to go double cover yep all that stuff sean i made a conscious effort to watch <laughs> i know you did will you did. anderson play Every play, I would zoom in on Will Anderson. And the number of times I saw him one-on-one, there's no extra guy there. There's no double team there. It's just Will Anderson. Yeah. 
and he's just standing there appearing to dance with the off- with the offensive lineman. Like I and and look, there I don't know that much about the fucking X's and O's. I'm not pretending that I do, but I yeah. am saying this: the people that vote on that award did not watch Will Anderson individually play more than I did this year because they watched a thousand games and yeah. all they did was they looked up and down the list and said who was supposed to be good was it Will Anderson this year okay cool um did Alabama have a disastrous season no did Will Anderson have some sacks yep ah, he was probably the best uh what's the Harold what is the Harold freshman from LSU Harold Ramis, he played Egon in Ghostbusters Directed a bunch of funny movies. You know, sneaky good movie. The last Ghostbusters movie. Oh, was it? I haven't seen it. Sneaky. Well, and obviously, once you see who's in it, you'll know exactly why I say that because a bias. But no. But Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Harold Pickens Jr. Was that his name? The linebacker from LSU. Because he's got like a he's got a a sixty year old man's name. (laughs) I know it's Harold. I know that it's Harold. It's it it is Harold Pickens Jr. Well, look at this guy. Like I watched that guy play some games this year, and I saw him make impact on the game. Um, Harold Pickens Jr. Total. So he's true freshman. Um, started seven games. Uh, sixty nine tackles. <laughs> I mean, he had thirteen sacks. Yeah. And That's how many lot. games? How many games was that, Shawnee? Well, he played 13. He started seven. Started uh, seven. So it took or, I'm sorry, own... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Six and a half sacks. Six and a half sacks. That's a big difference, yes. <laughs> it is. It's half of that. Um <laughs> but Six and a half, that's that's a sack every other game. That's nothing to sneeze at. He had 11 and a half tackles for loss, uh, 37 to- solo tackles. Can you compare um, those numbers to Will Anderson for me? Um, I can. Um, I would, because I would love to know what that looks like. Because I bet they're going to be about <laughs> the same, or they might favor uh, Mr. Pickens a little bit. All right, so 2022, uh, Will Anderson had 24 solo tackles. Harold Pickens Jr. had 37. Mm. Um, Will Anderson had 10 sacks. Uh, Pickens Jr. had six and a half. From the Um, traditional linebacker position, I will point out with Pickens Jr. Right, right. Um, Yeah. Um, One interception, one interception. uh, Total tackles, 51 for Anderson, 69 for Harold Pickens Jr. Mm. And, um, of course, Anderson started every single game hmm. I, I would imagine and had so, a defense schemed for him to be like was a known commodity mm-hmm. no know. commodity so maybe he's you know again paid attention more by other sure, offenses sure. but again it's like you know it's not just one award it's the lot lombardi nagurski ben Derek, sec defensive player of the year unanimous all-american first team all sec too he, won the, he won the Benderek, Nagurski, Lombardi, is, and Lott this year. That's It's ridiculous. And he's a guy that plays for my team. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it is, and I don't, I want to be clear. As a human being, as a Let person, everything I've seen about this guy is great. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like a very nice young man. Yeah. And like, and has taken ownership when ownership, all those things, all those things are great. I'm just saying, what the fuck are we doing? These awards are stupid because it's really, we don't have time to pay attention to them and the wrong people vote for them. Yeah, it's really just the flags. 
Uh, it's the flags that literally made me, made me shut off, I think, four games this year. Yeah. Um, didn't even watch the Austin P game. You didn't uh, the damn thing. <laughs> I'm sure I didn't. But, yeah, he and Bryce Young will be in New Orleans to play Kansas State. In a game that's going to end 41 to 17, I just don't know who's going to have what. <laughs> I don't know if I care about this game. I will in the moment because there will have been a lot of distance between the end of the season and the game. Um, like, I really and, wanted to beat Michigan. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and in this, what I'm, what I'm rooting for here, so do I care about this game? That's probably in the Sugar Bowl last year meeting. Yes, Sugar Bowl. No, that can't be right. You're one drunk. Of the, You're one drunk. of those bowls. It was the Citrus Bowl, and it was like two years ago. Does Maybe it matter? Three. No. It Is doesn't. there any difference? <laughs> but what I am, what I am truly hoping for, could have been the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. <laughs> I am hoping for the Michigan State 2010 bowl game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 49-nothing drubbing. And Alabama clearly says, all right. Wait till next year. Catch We're ready. That was the coming out party for Eddie Lacy. I'll never forget. Um, Yeah. Nick Saban. Yeah, it was. You're right. Nick's furious Nick Saban. Mad that Eddie Lacy has broken this touchdown late. (laughs) Like like 60-yard, Eddie breaks one. And Saban's on the sideline furious because he didn't want to embarrass anybody, but especially not his old employer. Like he didn't yeah. want to appear to be running it up on him. And they put the camera and they just go, it!" Like, because Eddie Lacy's just broke one. Like that's what that was. And that 2011 <laughs> team came back and they were monsters. Um, well, you know, he was a big fan of Tom Izzo. H took And him. I always, I always, I know Mark D'Antonio coached the Spartans for years and years and years. Mark D'Antonio didn't? No. Tom Izzo coached both teams. (laughs) But I always double check. I always like, wait a minute. Mark D'Antonio was not the basketball coach. Okay. Tom Izzo is. Tom H to the Izzo is. But yeah, so I will end them. I will will imagine that when game time rolls around, I will be excited. You know, there it is the Sugar Bowl. Um, I, I'm quite frankly, if I'm being honest, I am, um, moved is too strong of a word, but I am affected that Bryce Young and Will Anderson decided to play. Like that's a big deal to me. I I don't know there's a great move, but it's a big deal that it still, it means that there's still something different about Alabama. Yeah, for sure. And that's for me, it actually hasn't moved me, which kind of moves which kind of moves me because like, I guess it just never occurred to me that they would skip, but of course they should. They should. Of course. Like I had written it off. Like it was, I had, I had made my peace with the fact that there's no way they're going to play. Like, why would they play? And, but no, that, that does signify that there is, and I'm not saying that there are not stars from other schools that I'm not at all intimating that, but these two guys are risking several million dollars. Yeah. To play this football game. That is not something that applies to uh, everyone else. Uh, there, there are guys taking risk, but these are several, like Will Anderson could be the number one overall pick. Like he's got the, the metrics and all, when he gets to the combine, if he does what he should, like that yeah. guy's got number one overall pick potential. Like we may be in a situation with the Houston Texans, just like we were with Mario Williams and Reggie Bush, but yeah. it might be coming down to two guys from Alabama. 
that they that they draft Will Anderson like today. Yes, we are, we are currently drafting Will Anderson. <laughs> and they let people know that they're We are currently tied with the Kansas City Chiefs, but we're not paying attention to that. We are currently drafting <laughs> Will Anderson, University of Alabama. Well, Lovey Smith hasn't paid attention to a whole lot this year. Mm-hmm. There has Mark D'Antonio, coach mm-hmm. of the Texans. Coach of the Texans. Tom Izzo, coach of the Texans. Um, I mean, you know, that's we're we're not really in a dead zone any any good bowls that you that you liked that you've seen so far i mean i checked out uh i checked out troy checked out the old cure yeah bowl. yeah um, yeah hell yeah in a, big win big win for coach Sumrall. it started out you know had a couple had a had a big double in the first inning and they they uh they tried to hold on to that lead for a while but eventually <laughs> troy clawed back um but no i'll be checking out football as it comes into my purview and like world cup changes everything like i'm just wholly yeah. focused on that and like but now that that's gone you know I'll, I'll have some football on and by the time that the big bowls roll around i'll be excited to see some of these matchups um uh the playoffs are going to be i think wackadoodle crazy playoffs are going to be wackadoodle crazy um i mean tcu michigan who the hell knows does Michigan show up? Are, are they the Hankins, Michigan, or the superstar million dollar sports writer, Michigan? I don't you know? know. I is do it not the, know. Is it the Hankins, Will Anderson, that shows up against Kansas State? Uh, yes. That, that, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, he will be there in uniform alone. I just hope Harold Pickens Jr. is okay, you know, with everything. I mean, you know, getting on Social Security and Medicare. I just hope his knees feel okay. Harold Pickens Jr. is the name of a man who calls up the kids young blood. So, <laughs> all right. I'm glad you brought that up, Shawnee. I'm glad you brought that up. What is the age discrepancy necessary for a person to be able to call you young blood? Ooh, 40 years. 40 60, years. 60 to a 20 year old. 60 to 20. Yeah. I would say, I would. Put Unless it's wrestling. Wrestling, wrestling is different. Sports like if are it, different. Yeah. The, if, the, if it is any niche, like you're saying, this guy's new to the, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in just regular life, you're saying that you need a 40 year gap. Yeah, you need to be like an old man, I think. Cause you know, it's, it's the, it's the Whack Arnold's uh, commercial. Uh, there you go. Getting paid, getting paid. It's that guy talking to young Dave Chappelle. Okay. All right. I don't, uh, that feels good. That feels good. That feels good in real life. Like in a niche thing where people have, where, where we're not talking about years experience, where we're talking about years lived. I think 40 feels about right. Um, well, I was out last night and I had a very nice hat on mm-hmm. and a gentleman told me, Hey, young blood. I don't wear a lot of hats, but that hat goes hard. I have braids, but that hat's great. So thanks, partner. And I looked at the man, and the son of a bitch couldn't have been eight years older than me. <laughs> like, if you told me we were the same age, I would have believed it. <laughs> I have gray in my beard. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> and this man had a head full of black hair. I am bald with a graying salt and pepper beard, this son of a bitch had enough hair to have long braids. He probably didn't want to assume. I mean, how old me? How old do you, uh, 
I mean, how how old do you really think he was? He was because you know we can get these things wrong. The oldest that man could have been was fifty. He looked great. I want to point out. And, and since you are ten years young, that works. nine years younger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what 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 is like? What does Tony Braxton I'm, uh, look like right now? You know, I'm sure she looks younger. Tony than Braxton she is. looks like she did the last time you saw her. <laughs> she's fucking tony braxton but no but like i could tell by how this guy was dressed first of all he's at a prince concert he can't be that old you went to a prince concert last night i went to the purple <laughs> you i don't think you went to a I prince did. concert I did. he was right there shiny i saw him i saw him <laughs> oh, i saw shit. him it was well then the... so since you were in heaven <laughs> that guy I... could be eternal <laughs> I, would, I could have been yeah. talking to Frederick Douglass. You could be talking to a Time Lord, therefore <laughs> a lot older than you. That's possible. Therefore, young blood, totally fine. That's right. Uh, but I went to the Purple Experience. There we were. <laughs> they were all there. Abraham Lincoln, Amelia Earhart, Mike Leach. <laughs> he just got. I saw a cover band do two encores last night. Okay. The boldness of that move. Hey, you know, the second one's for them. Well, when they, <laughs> so th th when the Purple Experience did their first encore, mm -hmm. um, they came back out and they did whatever. They said, thank you, good night. And my, the person I was with was like, oh my God, that was really great. <laughs> that was really good. I said, what do you mean that was really good? Like, he said he was done. I said, they didn't do Purple Rain yet, bud. They're yeah. coming back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how you end a show. <laughs> when you're a Prince tribute act, you have to play part. You don't get to pull the trick of we're tired of playing. You don't get to not assert this shit <laughs> and not play popular. Um, yeah, they're, uh, they came out in Encore. They did Do Me Baby and then they left. Uh, yeah, so they're clearly not coming out again. No, it's fine. Everything's done. Everything's he done. He was a crackhead. <laughs> Um, well, you know, <laughs> we're going to be back next week um, with a, I guess, another Sugar Bowl preview. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about some craziness that may have happened in some bowl games. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, probably some coaching carousel movements. Um, and you know what? We're going to talk about other stuff, too. Yeah. Gonna get real weird with it. We're going to get rid of the Heisman. We're moved to the Iron Bowl. We couldn't get rid of the Iron Bowl. Could get rid of the We can get rid of the Heisman. Just nuts to all awards. Out. Awards are out. Stop incentivizing players. Everybody gets a trophy. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on that. This has been Throw the Flag Sports. <laughs>